Well, a very pleasant good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Privileged to be with you. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. The program is graciously underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters, and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net or 866-944-8687. That'll get them. Reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson, that's H-A-W-K-I-N-S-O-N, at kfuo.org. Well, today some thoughts about the account in John chapter 2 of Jesus changing water into wine. Now, as I think about that statement, the first thing that pops into my head is, who else but God himself could possibly make that change from a liquid that is 100% H2O to an alcoholic beverage like wine? Indeed, Jesus Christ is God. He is the one who will change your thinking from turning to yourself for all the answers for your life to turning to Christ, who already has them. I mean, it's true. Jesus has the answers you're looking for today. That's a fact you can cling to in a no-matter-what way. He may not send you a text. However, he does send you his love through the precious word and sacraments and the daily refreshment you get in your baptism as you confess your sins and turn to the one who has forgiven them. Think about this. Who holds the universe together is Christ. The gospel writer John has stated, all things are created through him. He is God. He is the one who once said, I and the Father are one. The word in the original means one of the same substance. He's the one who once said, because I live, you will live also. Since you know he does live also, that is, you can trust him completely. Somebody once said, you can trust a God who will die for you. Well, he has, and prayerfully, you are. Prayerfully, you are clinging to Christ as your only hope. There are a lot of things you can cling to in your life. You can cling to your spouse, others in your house. You can cling to your investments. You can cling to a co-worker or your pastor or any number of other people or things or items that this life has to offer. But there's nothing like clinging to Christ, clinging to his love, to his forgiveness, and the absolute assurance of everlasting life. Yes, cling to him. I can remember one day when the circus came to my town as I was growing up, And if you're like me, you have some rather fond memories of cotton candy and the camels and the high trapeze and the rides and the clowns and the happy faces, as well as trying to win that stuffed bunny for your honey. I can recall once how a mother had lost her child among the crowd at the circus, and she was hysterically racing here and there, shouting out to everyone she would meet and greet, have you seen my little girl? She's blonde. She's about four feet high. Her name is Amy. I looked. We all looked for what seemed to be a very long time, from one end of that sprawling circus to the other. The mother was becoming even more hysterical, when all of a sudden, there she was. There was little Amy, just standing there in the middle of the crowd. When their eyes met, she raced for her mother and clung to her. Indeed, when anyone would see her throughout that afternoon, there was little Amy holding on tightly to her mother's dress because she knew that her mother would provide her with security and safety. 
Jesus Christ is the one for you to cling to today. Jesus Christ is God. Mary certainly trusted Jesus completely in our text in John chapter 2. Here's what happened. The text says it was the third day of the wedding celebration. Now, most weddings of that day lasted for seven days. Immediately, John relates that the mother of Jesus was there. Other than Jesus himself, she is the key figure in this account. Now, the scripture says, when the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. My hour is an allusion to Jesus' death on the cross. Now, that statement, uh, you would think, might have discouraged Mary quite a bit. Why should she even attempt? Why should she pursue this problem of no wine any further? But his words seemed to have no effect on her trust in Jesus. So his mother turned to the servants and said to them, Do whatever he tells you. Wow. Whatever he tells you? Yes. What faith she shows in Jesus. John tells you and me that there were six stone water jars, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. And Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And Jesus said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. And when the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and did not know where it came from, even though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. Oh, yes, of course, that was the normal practice. You serve the best first, and after people become somewhat inebriated, then you serve the bad wine. But it's reversed here. The good wine is served last. A miracle indeed. The first one Jesus performs showing that he is indeed the Son of God and God himself. Well, you're tuned in to Moments of Assurance Weekend, this blessed weekend. I hope it's been a great one for you so far. I'll be back with more after these messages of interest. Keep it here. Hi, I'm Gary Duncan, the Executive Director of Worldwide KFUO, reminding you that our Rally Week begins September 9th. What is Rally Week? Well, it's a week we set aside each year to raise additional gifts needed to help us fund this broadcast ministry. See, during the summertime, we receive fewer gifts because of the very busy schedule of you, our listeners and donors. It's a way for us to rally back from those summer months. Also, Rally Week is the perfect time for us to announce our news programming and partnership programs. Would you please perfectly consider becoming a first-time giver or a new day sponsor or add to your previous giving? Remember, Rally Week begins September 9th. And if you're a church, organization, or have the means to help us start off Rally Week with a large gift, please consider becoming a champion. That's at the $10,000 level or a medalist at the $5,000 level. We also have additional pre-Rally Week levels as well. So feel free to call me at area code 314-996-1511. Or you can email me at gduncan at kfuo.org. Thank you for your support.
Welcome back to part two of Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. If you would like to reach me at any time, you can by email at mark.hawkinson, that's H-A-W-K-I-N-S-O-N, at kfuo.org, or you can call me at 314-996-1520, talking about Jesus changing water into wine. The first miracle that he performed, showing that he himself is God. Well, as the account shows, when the wine ran out, Mary had complete faith in Jesus that he would take care of the situation. She said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Man, what faith she had. She clung to Jesus as the one who had the answer and could provide the wine they needed. Like Mary, you can bring whatever is troubling you or bothering you to the Lord today. Of course, he's not a bellhop, and he may not respond to your requests in the manner that you desire. But he will respond in some way, perhaps even today. The problem is, very simply, you don't always pray, and I don't either. Martin Luther says, we are guilty of procrastinating prayer. He writes, it is good to let prayer be the first thing you do in the morning and the last thing you do at night. Yes, cling to prayer. Cling to the one that you are praying to and be on guard against false, deceitful thoughts that say, wait a while, you can pray in an hour. First, you must finish this or you must finish that. Luther concludes by saying, we shouldn't neglect the habit of true prayer and get caught up in necessary work, which usually isn't all that necessary anyway. We can end up becoming lazy about prayer cold towards it and tired of it. But the devil doesn't get lazy around us. He discovers our Achilles heel. He slips on in just in time to tell us not to take time to pray. And that is why the Apostle Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, never stop praying. One author has written, many people have little heart for prayer because they have never spent enough time in fellowship with God, with his word, and in seeking his will in prayer to ever get used to it. They're like the eight-year-old child of a psychology professor who, when asked why he never did his homework, responded by saying, I've adjusted myself to inferior grades. Hey, don't let yourself be adjusted to an inferior prayer life. Remember who it is that you're dealing with. The one whom even the master of the feast had to admit had changed water into wine, here manifested his glory. The church father Chrysostom has said, we admire him, not only on account of the miracles, but also by reason of the suffering since he was nailed upon the cross. Yes, Jesus being nailed upon the cross, that was indeed the ultimate demonstration of his glory. You can trust a God who will die and live for you and forgive your sins. Yes, your sins are forgiven. That's a fact you can cling to every moment of your life. Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection are historically documented, even in writings other than the scriptures. And now, because of that death, and that resurrection, you are assured that what happened to Jesus will happen for you. That assurance comes in your baptism, which unites you to Christ, so that what he does, you do. He dies, you die. He rose from the dead, you will as well. You have to. He's already risen. So cling, please, 
to what applies to you today. Indeed, when you turn to the Holy Scriptures every day, you discover that they are God's memory jogger for you. The good news about Jesus as you go to it reminds you not only of what Jesus has already accomplished for you, but it reminds you of who he is as well. Just as Mary demonstrated a strong faith by saying to the servants, do what he tells you, so you are able to demonstrate that strong faith as you recognize not that he will always do what you tell him, but that he will always do what is best and take care of the rest of your life. When Martin Luther's friends wrote despairingly of the negotiations at the Diet of Worms, Luther replied that he had been looking up at the night sky, spangled and studded with stars, and found no pillars to hold them up. No, God needs no props for his stars and planets. He hangs them on nothing. So in the working of God's providence, the unseen is prop enough for the seen. Indeed, Jesus, whom you can't see, is with you today to give you the good wine, the precious good wine of his forgiveness and the assurance of his presence with you all the way to heaven. Jesus once said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. You can trust in that good wine promise from Jesus. Indeed, you can cling to it for eternity. Glad to have you along here on Moments of Assurance Weekend. Mark.Hawkinson at KFUO.org is my email. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I invite you to join me for the regular Moments of Assurance Monday through Friday over the noontime hour, 12 to 1, here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.